Before we dive into today's episode, I want to tell you about a free three-act worksheet to help you structure your story. Whether you're a plotter or a pantser, a novelist or short fiction writer, this three-act worksheet will help you navigate your material and even begin each new story with a better plan. Download yours at nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. Stop getting stuck in the middle of your draft. Go grab this free worksheet, nancypinuccio.com forward slash act. It's a scientific fact. Body language speaks volumes about what's truly in our hearts and minds. And the same is true of your characters. Postures, facial expressions, mannerisms, gestures, movements, the way someone holds his arms, what her eyes focus on, all these things, no matter how subtle, divulge what a person may be feeling at any given moment. It's one of the best ways to show, don't tell. In today's episode of Writer Unleashed, we'll explore how to use body language to reveal what your character's really feeling. Stay tuned. Writer Unleashed is for you, a writer who has a story you want to bring onto the page and into the hearts and minds of readers. I'm Nancy Pinuccio, writer, editor, and writing coach, and each week we'll explore techniques, mindsets, and inspiration for writing stories readers can't put down. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's begin. Ludwig Wittgenstein once said, the human body is the best picture of the human soul. Now, if you were one of the 17 million or so people watching the Meghan Markle Prince Harry interview with Oprah, there was this, there were many moments, but there was this one moment in particular. Meghan was talking about a conversation from the royal family about her son-to-be's skin color, what that skin color might be, and Oprah pressed her on who it was. Now, in this moment, Megan, she adjusted the collar of her dress, which is a, a form of comfort, and then she rose up slightly in her seat as though she wanted to run away. So she didn't want to answer this question. It was, it was very clear that she was extremely uncomfortable answering this, and she didn't want to answer it. Now, the thing that's so powerful about using body language and story is that body language, gestures, micro-expressions, and so on, um, that's something that we can't consciously control. Now, some believe that talking is our primary mode of communication, but experts have found that we make more evaluations about a person based on what we see than on what we hear. Now, researchers say that 93% of all communication is nonverbal. That's right. So only 7% of communication 
is based on what we say. So whether we're conscious of it or not, we are constantly decoding the visual signals of the people we encounter every single day. Now, we don't need words to tell us whether we can trust someone or whether they're happy, whether they're anxious or defensive or hostile, whether they're affectionate or relaxed, self-conscious or sad, we're able to intuit these feelings from an involuntary display of physical expressions. Now, this is perfect. It works perfectly in story because story always seeks to dramatize characters rather than tell about them. Yet a common mistake among beginning writers especially is to rely on emotional labels that merely report how characters feel. So some examples, Sophie was terrified. David felt nervous about being interviewed. John stared angrily at his adversary. She looked uncomfortable. I felt elated. Now, these kinds of of labels tell us virtually nothing about how these characters feel or anything about their emotions. And it doesn't tell us anything about their relationship to the other person in the room. And it reduces the prose to its least interpretive level. By showing how emotions and attitudes manifest in the body, you allow readers to participate. So rather than being told about your characters, the reader is forced to see. Now, Deborah Eisenberg, a short story writer, is a master at using body language to convey her characters' emotions, as well as the tensions between family members. So in her story, Mermaids, for instance, she describes the adolescent girl who turned to her father with a look, quote, as if she were gazing at something on the other side of a person who stared at him as red waves came up into her face. And her father, who then looked down at the table as if it were an old, old and an enemy. Now she describes the teenage boy who, when asked by his father how his day went, raised his serious dark eyes, then lowered them again before responding. So nonverbal cues like that tell us so much more than merely saying that Janie felt a mix of rage, resentment, and shame, and that Mr. Lasky disapproved of his children, or that his son felt intimidated by him. So for writers who want to disclose their character's inner world, it's worth exploring the nuances of body language. So here's a two-part exercise for you. The first part is to observe. The next time you're in a public space, observe two people interacting with one another. Now, these should be people you don't know personally. It could be a mother and daughter, a couple. Just observe. If it's a couple, do they angle towards each other or away? Are they holding hands? How are they holding hands? Do his eyes wander briefly towards another woman who walks by? What inferences can you make based on their body language? Here are some nonverbal clues to explore. Number one, facial expressions. Are her lips tight or relaxed? 
Are they smiling? Look for those micro expressions. These are fleeting and they're the hardest to control. So do her eyebrows raise when he says something? Does her smile suddenly give way to a stone cold stare? Number two, gestures. Does she take his hand while he's speaking? How does she hold his hand? Does she caress it with her thumb to comfort him? Or does she hold his hand tightly? Are they holding hands tightly in mutual support? Number three, eye movements. Does he look down at the table while she's talking? Does he look past her? Or does he look her straight in the eye as he answers? Number four, body movements. Is the couple leaning towards one another or away? Are they sitting next to one another or opposite one another? Does she rise slightly from her seat before she answers? Number five, posture. Is he sitting or standing straight? Is he slumped in the chair? Is her head bowed? Write it down if you can in your notebook or on the notes app on your phone. Now, what can you infer just based on body language that you observed about these two people? For example, if it's a couple, are they lovers? Are they falling in love? Are they married? Are they breaking up? Or are they having an affair? I want you to become consciously aware of the unconscious ways we decode body language. Here's part two. Go through one of your stories and look for moments where you want to transmit emotion or a dynamic between two characters. Eliminate any emotional labels or shortcuts that contain the word feel or look. So for example, she looked humiliated or adverbs as in he stared at his mother defiantly. Now, without naming the emotion or the dynamic, convey your character's feelings through non-verbal signals. Here they are. Number one, facial expressions. Number two, gestures. Number three, eye movements. Number four, body movements. And number five, posture. Go for something precise, concrete, and original. Allow your reader to be simultaneously outside and inside your character. So they're not told about your character, but can see your character. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Writer Unleashed. More free resources are available at nancypannuccio.com. So head on over there to grab your gifts. And if you want to connect with more like-minded writers and with me, join us in our private Facebook group over at facebook.com groups slash writer unleashed community. It's totally free to join. I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Till then, keep writing and I'll talk to you soon.